Book Twelve, Chapters One to Ten of The Confessions by Saint Augustine, translated by E. B. Pusey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Marianne. Book Twelve. Augustine proceeds to comment on Genesis one one, and explains the heaven to mean that spiritual and incorporeal creation which cleaves to God intermittingly, always beholding His countenance, earth the formless matter whereof the corporeal creation was afterwards formed he does not reject however other interpretations which he adduces but rather confesses that such is the depth of the holy scripture that manifold senses may and ought to be extracted from it and that whatever truth can be obtained from its words does in fact lie concealed in them chapter one my heart o lord touched with the words of thy holy scripture is much busied amid this poverty of my life and therefore most times is the poverty of human understanding copious in words because inquiring hath more to say than discovering and demanding is longer than obtaining and our hand that knocks hath more work to do than our hand that receives we hold the promise who shall make it null if god be for us who can be against us ask and ye shall have seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you for every one that asketh receiveth and he that seeketh findeth and to him that knocketh shall it be opened these be thine own promises and who need fear to be deceived when the truth promiseth chapter two the lowliness of my tongue confesseth unto thy highness that thou madest heaven and earth this heaven which i see and this earth that i tread upon whence is this earth that i bear about me thou madest it but where is that heaven of heavens o lord which we hear of in the words of the psalm the heaven of heavens are the lord's but the earth hath he given to the children of men where is that heaven which we see not to which all this which we see is earth for this corporeal whole not being holy everywhere hath in such wise received its portion of beauty in these lower parts, whereof the lowest of this our earth. But to that heaven of heavens, even the heaven of our earth, is but earth. Yea, both these great bodies may not absurdly be called earth, to that unknown heaven which is the Lord's, not the sons of men. CHAPTER three, And now this earth was indivisible, and without form, and there was i know not what depth of abyss upon which there was no light because it had no shape therefore didst thou command it to be written that darkness was upon the face of the deep what else then the absence of light for had there been light where should it have been but by being over all aloft and enlightening where then light was not what was the presence of darkness but the absence of light darkness therefore was upon it because light was not upon it as where sound is not there is silence and what is it to have silence there but to have no sound there hast not thou o lord taught this soul which confesseth unto thee hast not thou taught me lord that before thou formest and diversifiest this formless matter there was nothing neither colour nor figure nor body nor spirit and yet not altogether nothing for there was a certain formlessness without any beauty chapter four how then should it be called that it might be in some measure conveyed to those of duller mind but by some ordinary word 
and what among all parts of the world can be found nearer to an absolute formlessness than earth and deep for occupying the lowest stage they are less beautiful than the other higher parts are transparent all and shining wherefore then may i not conceive the formlessness of matter which thou hast created without beauty whereof to make this beautiful world to be suitably intimated unto men by the name of earth invisible and without form chapter five so that when thought seeketh what the sense may conceive under this and saith to itself it is no intellectual form as life or justice because it is the matter of bodies nor object of sense because being invisible and without form there was in it no object of sight or sense while man's thought thus saith to itself it may endeavour either to know it by being ignorant of it or to be ignorant by knowing it chapter six but i lord if i would by my tongue and my pen confess unto thee the whole whatever thyself hath taught me of this matter the name whereof hearing before and not understanding when they who understand it not told me of it so i conceived of it as having innumerable forms and diverse and therefore did not conceive it at all my mind tossed up and down foul and horrible forms out of all order but yet forms and i called it without form not that it wanted all form but because it had such as my mind would if presented to it turn from as unwanted and jarring and human frailness would be troubled at and still that which i conceived was without form not as being deprived of all form but in comparison of more beautiful forms and true reason did persuade me that i must utterly uncase it of all remnants of form whatsoever if i would conceive matter absolutely without form and i could not for sooner could i imagine that not to be all which should be deprived of all form than to conceive a thing betwixt form and nothing neither formed nor nothing a formless almost nothing so my mind gave over to question thereupon with my spirit it being filled with the images of formed bodies and changing and varying them as it willed and i bent myself to the bodies themselves and looked more deeply into their changeableness by which they cease to be what they have been and begin to be what they are not and this same shifting from form to form i suspected to be through a certain formless state though not through a mere nothing yet this i longed to know not to suspect only if then my voice and pen would confess unto thee the whole whatsoever knots thou didst open for me in this question what reader would hold out to take in the whole nor shall my heart for all this cease to give the honour and a song of praise for these things which it is not able to express for the changeableness of changeable things is itself capable of all those forms into which these changeable things are changed and this changeableness what is it is it soul is it body is it that which constituteth soul or body might one say a nothing something and is is not i would say this were it and yet in some way was it even then as being capable of receiving these visible and compound figures chapter seven but whence had it this degree of being but from thee from whom are all things so far forth as they are but so much the further from thee as the unlikelier thee for it is not farness of place 
thou therefore lord who art not one in one place and otherwise in another but the self-same and the self-same and the self-same holy 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 lord god almighty didst in the beginning which is of thee in thy wisdom which was born of thine own substance create something and that out of nothing for thou createst heaven and earth not out of thyself for so should they have been equal to thine own begotten son and thereby to thee also whereas no way were it right that aught should be equal to thee which was not of thee and aught else besides thee was there not whereof thou mightest create them o god one trinity and trine unity and therefore out of nothing didst thou create heaven and earth a great thing and a small thing for thou art almighty and good to make all things good even the great heaven and the petty earth thou wert and nothing was there besides out of which thou createst heaven and earth things of two sorts one near thee the other near to nothing one to which thou alone shouldst be superior the other to which nothing should be inferior chapter eight but that heaven of heavens was for thyself o lord but the earth which thou gavest to the sons of men to be seen and felt was not such as we now see and feel for it was invisible without form and there was a deep upon which there was no light or darkness was above the deep that is more than in the deep because this deep of waters visible now hath even in its depths a light proper for its nature perceivable in whatever degree unto the fishes and creeping things in the bottom of it but that whole deep was almost nothing because hitherto it was altogether without form yet there was already that which could be formed for thou lord madest the whole world of a matter without form which out of nothing thou madest next to nothing thereof to make those great things which we sons of men wonder at for very wonderful is this corporeal heaven of which firmament between water and water the second day after the creation of light thou saidst let it be made and it was made which firmament thou callest heaven the heaven that is to this earth and sea which thou madest the third day by giving a visible figure to the formless matter which thou madest before all days for already hadst thou made both a heaven before all days but that was the heaven of this heaven because in the beginning thou hadst made heaven and earth but this same earth which thou madest was formless matter because it was invisible and without form and darkness was upon the deep of which invisible earth and without form of which formlessness of which almost nothing thou mightest make all these things of which this changeable world consists but subsists not whose very changeableness appears therein that times can be observed and numbered in it for times are made by the alteration of things while the figures the matter whereof is the invisible earth aforesaid are varied and turned chapter nine and therefore the spirit the teacher of thy servant when it recounts thee to have in the beginning created heaven and earth speaks nothing of times nothing of days for verily that heaven of heavens which thou createst in the beginning is some intellectual creature which although no ways coeternal unto thee the trinity yet partaketh of thy eternity and doth through the sweetness of that most happy contemplation of thyself strongly restrain its own changeableness 
and without any fall since his first creation cleaving close unto thee is placed beyond all the rolling vicissitudes of times yea neither is this very formlessness of the earth invisible and without form numbered among the days for where no figure or order is there does nothing come or go and where this is not there plainly are no days nor any vicissitudes of spaces of times chapter ten o oh, let the light the truth the light of my heart not mine own darkness speak unto me i fell off into that and became darkened but even thence even thence i loved thee i went astray and remembered thee i heard thy voice behind me calling to me to return and scarcely heard it through the tumultuousness of the enemies of peace and now behold i return in distress and panting after thy fountain let no man forbid me of this will i drink and so live let me not be mine own life for myself i lived ill death was i to myself and i revive in thee do thou speak unto me do thou discourse unto me i have believed thy books and their words be most full of mystery end of book twelve chapter ten